everyone. Welcome to episode seven of Girls with Dogs, where we talk about dogs. My name is Kimberly Gautier. I'm the blogger behind Keep the Tail Wagging, and I'm here with my good friend, Kathy, who is a blogger behind Groovy Golden Doodles. And yes, I took your spotlight. I know you were getting ready to say your own name, but I said it for Okay. You. That's okay, but you said it so well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so paranoid about breathing right now. Okay, let me tell you while Kimberly's paranoid about breathing before we get started. A good friend of ours, yes, I'll put him on blast. Jacob Japers, um James Jacobson. James Jacobson. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jacob good friend. Jameson. Yeah, good friend. Um he was talking to us um at the last episode. And one of the things that he said is that perhaps we needed to have um, some microphones and headsets. And Kimberly and I were so excited, me more than her, and ran out and snagged a set. But now we're trying to figure out how we talk with this air traffic control thing on our head and not let you hear us breathing. That's why Kimberly is so paranoid, breathing into the microphone before we started recording. But In any event, welcome to, is this episode seven? It is episode seven. Episode. We've been doing this for seven weeks. For seven weeks. Yes. Um, So if you haven't listened to one through six, oh, please grab a leash and go walk your dog and then laugh along with us. Um, We just like to talk about the things that we've always talked about when we had our personal conversations, which were weekly. And so now we've just decided to air them. Yes, we're airing our conversations. So this week, Kimberly is like my favorite. I've been waiting and waiting um, for every single subject. So today, here's what we've got on the program. We're going to talk about how much of your dog's personality comes from you. And then I'm dying to get into why people choose a male or a female dog. Like, what is your pleasure? Why do you go with one versus the other? And then naming your dog. Did you wait to name your dogs when you saw them? Or did you pick a name out and didn't have any idea what the dog looked like? You just like the way the word rolled off your tongue. Okay, so those are our three subjects. So let's go up to the top. All right. Talk about how much of your dog's personality comes from you. Yes. And um, Kathy was kind enough to find a really cool article that we'll put a link to in the notes so you guys can read the article. But when it comes to the personality, I would say all of my dogs have some part of my personality. Um, But it was Sydney who passed away last year that truly felt like my doppelganger. She was me in dog form. And um, we had so much in common. It was insane. And what's funny is that in the article, it talks about how people tend to choose dogs that are going to fit their lifestyle, which also tends to match their personality. Well, Sydney was actually chosen for me. So the people who chose her in a short time, they got my number and they wanted me to have this puppy and they were 100 percent right. Ah, I, you know, I think, um, I don't know. I could see a little bit of Harley in me and a little bit of Jax in me. I think Jax is the goofy part. Um, and a lot of people don't realize, and we can get into this, um, at another time, but the average extrovert is actually an introvert. And I think that Harley's introverted, um, 
standoffish. I mean, he's a very friendly dog, but he's truly a one human dog. And so after he greets you and makes you feel welcome, he's done with you. And it's almost like, okay, I've done my part to let you know that I'm happy to meet you. Now you're on your own. And he kind of goes <laughs> off and does his thing. And I'm kind of like that. Like I'll meet you and I'll be really happy. But the, the introverted part of me, yes, there is some there, is more of a protection. And so I'm very guarded. I'll seem like I'm extremely open, but I'm very guarded about who I'm letting in. Yeah. So I, I prefer to just kind of like watch you, um, even though I'm loud and outgoing, I'm still watching you. Yeah. So I, I do, I do agree with that to a certain extent, but when we talk about the dog's personality, when I read the article, Kimberly, do you think that it also pertained to, um, a dog's characteristics, the breed and all of that, that goes into it? Like, do people gravitate to certain breeds based on what they know the characteristics are? That kind of is that etch-a-sketch magnet that draws them to their interpretation of the personality. Oh, I love that. You know, because it also reminds me, um, you know, the blogger behind um, thatmutt.com. She recently just posted about something similar. So I'll, I'll share a link to that in the notes as well. But one thing that she said in her social media post, she asked the question of, have you ever got a breed? You know, you did your homework. You were like, yep, this is the breed for me. This is perfect for me. But when you got the dog home, you realize, oh, crap. And it was her with her Weimariner was she knew it was an energetic breed, but she didn't realize, really realize just how energetic the dog is. Thankfully for her lifestyle, it still worked out, but it's one of those where I think I, well, I can speak to myself is that I was attracted to breeds for their beauty. And I think a lot of what I wanted myself to be like, to me, I, you know, I loved Huskies and Malamutes. And I actually wanted to be an individual that had a strong enough leadership potential to manage a breed like a Husky or a German Shepherd or, you know, a Malinois, Belgian Malinois. I love those type of, you know, really energetic, athletic dogs. But I know in, you know, in all honesty, I could never handle a dog like that. I'm probably more like a Great Dane or <clears throat> anything else that's a little more mellow. Because even my dogs, I mean, we have a husky mix. My dogs just barely make it to my max threshold of activity and, and stuff like that. So our dogs right now are perfect for our house. But I honestly think that if, um, like, for instance, Apollo, I think if he were in a home with someone who went running every day, he would do great. I think that it's just because of the pack dynamics, he's melded into the pack. And so he's doing good here, but definitely not a dog breed that I would go and get on my own, you know, understanding that it's just not my personality. That, that makes sense. I think for me, okay. Confession number five, <laughs> seven. <laughs> Oh, okay. There we go. Um, yes, I have a confession at least once a week, but not having a lot of experience with dogs, 
and it's definitely in my childhood and then especially in my adulthood I, I think I wanted something safe I think like I'm a punk dog owner like I wanted I'm into the fluff if I see fluff fluff to me resonates as safe it's like I can um I can handle this like this is not going to terrify me and put me in a corner somewhere so that's why I gravitated to the doodle because let's face it that's it's just fluff um they both give us the energy for the surroundings that they're in um even at 12 and a half if harley is outside and we're doing something at, well, I don't want to say athletic, but if we're just, you know, running around playing and, and he's all for it. But even if we're in the house, Jax is fine. Just chilling out. We don't have a lot of dog toys around anymore because nobody's really interested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more along just a ball or two when we're outside and, and he's fine. So, yeah, I think that that does have something to do with it. I think it, we pull from either our strengths or our weaknesses, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to determine what it is that we really like. There are some people that have grown up with a certain breed. You know, I like can see somebody and they'll say, well, I grew up with beagles. Mm-hmm. And, and if you ask them more often, you know, more and more questions, come to find out that they like beagles, but is beagle really the dog that they wanted if given the opportunity to just stop think about it and then get what they really wanted. So it's very fascinating to me, but yeah. yes, we have to add the link to, um, to this because this was, this was a very interesting, interesting article to read. Um, okay. So you have male and female dogs. Yes. So I am dying <laughs> to ask you, is there a distinct difference Yes and no. It's funny because I got the reason. Well, when we got Rodrigo and Sydney, you know, we initially adopted Rodrigo. And then, you know, like a couple days later, like a lot of people who probably end up with litter mates, you were like, I want another puppy because you're in puppy heaven and you want they need a friend. So they're not lonely. And so I would use that logic to convince Johan to let me have a second dog. And um, Johan thought he was clever and said, you can you can either have a second puppy or you can have a diamond ring. Um, Which would you like? And I'm like, I already been married, so I'm good. Give me my puppy. So I ended up with Sydney and but Sydney was chosen for me. My didn't I didn't set out to get a boy and a girl. And um, one second. Going to edit that out, (laughs) but. The second set of litter mates that we got were Scout and Zoe. And again, the only reason why we got a boy and a girl was because when Johan showed up at the house to meet the puppies, those two were always together. And the the person who bred the dogs, you know, quote unquote, accidental litter said that, you know, oh, yeah, they're always playing together and stuff. So Johan didn't want to split them up. So he got them both. And um, so that was how it was. But Afterwards, I've heard people say things like, if you're going to get litter makes, it's better to get a boy and a girl rather than two girls. Or like, no, you can do two boys or you can do a boy and a girl, but you can never do two girls. And some of this has been attached to certain breeds. Some of some people say these things like it's a common rule, but I've never heard like an animal behaviorist or a dog trainer say anything to me about 
whether it's better to get like two boys like you have or a boy and a girl like I have or two girls like I know people who have two girls. And I I don't I mean, there is a difference. I mean, you know, one squats where one raises the leg. But mostly the difference with my dogs is not so much based on their sex. It's just based on their individual personalities. So when I was, you know, going to see my boyfriend, Mr. Google, and I was looking for what are the actual differences? And I mean, they're really obvious. You know, you've got your anatomical differences, your hormonal differences, Mm -hmm. health differences, and then the behavior differences. But I guess what I wanted to know is like, why people are all like, I've never had, uh, well, I've really never had dogs, but I wanted two males. Now they're not litter mates, but I wanted two males. I think it's because I like larger dogs. And most people say that uh, male dogs have the tendency to be larger than the female across the breed board. Mm-hmm. Although could not find anything that um, kind of solidified that when I was looking for information, but I don't know why I just associated that as dumb as this may sound, a girl dog in a house with a human male and female would gravitate to the male more than the female. And I wanted the dog to be mine, mine, mine. (laughs) I said, therefore, and, and I know that that's not, it doesn't make any sense, but I'm just being honest because that was my, my train of thought, mm-hmm. you know, when the breeder said, well, are you looking for a male or a female? And I was like, oh, good Lord, lady, I want a male. <laughs> <laughs> and so I know now that the sex doesn't really matter. Um, just like we are different, you know, you are different from Johan. I'm different from Lee. I don't think in dog's life that there's a difference. Yeah. You know, um, I, I just think that, like, I never wanted to deal with girl dogs going into heat. Mm-hmm. I didn't want a whole lot of boy dogs hanging on my porch. Um, it just, it just for me, I just said, I want two boys. That's what I want. Yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting because, you know, when I look at Rodrigo and Sydney, Sydney was more of a, you know, my home girl and she be on the sofa next to me. Rodrigo's attached to me, too, but he was more of a a wanderer. He liked to roam. And so I associated that the difference between boys and girls. And then we got Scout and Zoe and Zoe's like, I'm out. I'll see you later. And um, Scout's more, even though he he does wander, but he just doesn't wander off the property. Neither does Zoe, but she's a little more braver than Scout is. Um, and it's, you know, every dog is so completely different. And I'm sure that there are breeds out there where people like, depending upon what you want the dog for, maybe people are more likely to get a girl versus a boy um, at a breed level. But since all of the dogs that, you know, Johan and I have are mixed breed and we get them to be pets, not working dogs or, um, you know, sports dogs or hunting dogs. Uh, you know, it doesn't really seem to, um, matter nothing. I don't have any lot or what's good. I don't have any theories 
Um, I think, well, I think what you said earlier about the hormones, that's one thing that's, that's, a, you know, I guess the second thing that really stands out to me besides, you know, how they each pee. Although I did, I do know someone that has a girl dog that lifts her leg and it well, cracks me up. Jax <laughs> can't, Jax, Jax can't lift his leg. That bone on the inside of his thigh is broken. Mm-hmm. Oh. So he, <laughs> no, it's not. He just squats. <laughs> and so, and you know what my story has been? Like Lee will always say, why don't we lift his leg? And I'll, <laughs> I'll and tell, you tell him, him that a bone is broken. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, t- I tell him that um, he takes after his, his mother. because golden, <laughs> Now listen, golden retrievers typically, um, and anybody out there, if I'm wrong, please let us know. But golden retrievers don't lift their legs. Males, they don't. They squat. Hmm. Yeah, they squat. And so Jax just squats. He doesn't lift his leg. Um, maybe once a year, he may on a little bush and he's not really <laughs> lifting it. He's just leaning on one side. So, so that, that doesn't work. But here's two things that I found out. Do you know people f- say that male dogs are less expensive? Oh. Have you heard that? I, I, wow. No, I haven't heard that. Yeah. Yeah. And they say that male dogs are more affectionate and passive. Now that blew my mind. Hmm. I can, well, I can see that. That hasn't been my experience male dogs, dogs, but I can see that. Male dogs, um, are generally better watchdogs and they're easier to train. And they make better walking dogs. Gosh, geez. Well, I do believe that I will buy that the male dogs are easier to train. Um, Scout or Scout, um, Sydney and Zoe were always very smart and picked up on things very quickly. My my trouble with the two of them was convincing them of the why. Because it's just sort of like where as Rodrigo and Scout... Even Apollo, we were able to potty train them like that. It was, you know, blue, same thing. All the boys potty trained them with within a month, they were good to go. Whereas Sydney would be like, okay, so I understand that you want me to go to the door. But what I don't understand is why I have to go through the door and down to the wet grass to pee. Why can't I just stay when and do it I at can the just, door? Yeah, I can pee at the door. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pee right here. And so it took months for us to get her to pee consistently outside. And it didn't take huh. as long for, for Zoe, but it did take, it took basically twice as long as potty training the boys to potty train the girls. So wait, there's two more. They say that male dogs are more playful and less expensive to neuter. Okay. Yeah. But then the cons, they said that males can be overly aggressive. They may exhibit behavioral problems. Unneutered, they can become problematic and that their urine damages certain things. Oh, that's interesting. I always heard that it was the female dogs that did that. So that's cool. Well, no, because, well, I just know that Jax's urine stains leaves grass but harley it doesn't so that's the only thing i can agree on um 
So those are the, the those are the pros and the cons. Um, but then hold on, all you female <laughs> loving people out here. I have some I have some things for you. Um, okay, so the pros to female dogs, uh, more breeding. They're relaxed and chilled out. They have less aggression related issues. Potentially, they are easier to train. They're very human and animal friendly, which I I thought that that was odd because the dogs that have usually lifted their lip at us have been females. But I mean, maybe they just didn't like my boys. Um, Easier to house train, less aggressive and more docile towards complete strangers. But the cons are they're more expensive, expensive to neuter or spay, um, more expensive to buy. And here's what you said. Their urine burns stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that just sounds like lethal. Um, they are easy to become nervous. And of course, they have that long heat cycle. Yeah. So nothing really stands out as too ordin- extraordinary. I, I, I guess it's just a personal preference. I Yeah. And I think everything on those lists can be, I swear, there's always going to be, there's going to be at least 10 people that are going to be like, well, yeah, but that's what I see with my boy dog or vice versa. So it's just, it's one of those where, you know, every dog is unique. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and ultimately you just gotta, I, you know, and my, my suggestion, like if anyone out there is looking for their next dog, if you're choosing to work with a, you know, a reputable breeder, then talk to them about your lifestyle and what you want. Cause they know their breed. They know the dogs. They're going to be able to tell you what's going to be a good match. And then when it comes to rescue, if you're working with a reputable rescue, I know that save a mutt who, you know, I work with, you know, we get puppies and, and dogs in all the time and they will talk to you because we spend so much time with the animals in fosters and the fosters are reporting on how the dogs are doing mm-hmm. and with the training and stuff like that. So, you know, the, everyone who's working with the dogs and the puppies know their personalities very well. And so have a conversation with them about what you need and what you're looking for and what you want. And they will be able to match you with the right dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great segue for our, our last subject. Yeah. So I can remember when I decided I wanted a dog. I didn't even have a breeder in mind, but man, I already had the name. um so you know being the motorcycle enthusiast that i am i really said i was going to get two dogs named one harley and the other one davidson and then i found out through reading and blogging that you're supposed to have no more than two syllables for a dog's name because it gets confusing anyway Mm -hmm. um by the time jacks came around i had forgotten all about that (laughs) <laughs> to a certain extent. But Jackson is actually named after Jackson Teller from Sons of Anarchy, which was like my jam of all um, television shows. So if you've never watched it this fall, what a great thing to pull up on demand on Netflix, because it is just and he's so cute. Good Lord. Is that, is but, that the main character? Yes. Yes. Makes my heart go pit a patter. <laughs> <laughs> I've never watched Sons of Anarchy. Ooh, honey. But anyway, <laughs> got to watch it by yourself. So that, 
There's no distractions as you fantasize. But going back to names. So I literally had named my dogs before I even saw them. And, and so it never dawned on me that maybe I should have waited. Okay. Uh-huh. Because do you name, did I name my children before? Yes. In my mind, I did. Yeah. I mean, my son is the third. Did you think I was supposed to wait and look at him <laughs> to determine whether or not he was going to be the third? No. So did you wait to see your dogs before you named them or did yeah. you name them? We named them first. We, um, well, Rodrigo. Okay. So Rodrigo was named when we, like when we, we knew what his name was going to be because I used to say, do you remember the movie city slickers? Sure. At the end of city slickers, um, what's his name? The actor's name, Billy, Bill, Billy. Oh no, don't, don't say Billy it. Crystal. Yes. Thank you. Billy Crystal. He's jogging down the streets with the cow. Yes. And, and I was just like, that's what I want. I want a cow as a pet, but I wanted a black and white cow and I was going to name him Rodrigo. So when we were there and saw that black and white puppy, Johan and I said at the same time, they were like, do you know his name? And we both said Rodrigo. So that's how he got his name. Um, and Sydney, we, you know, we didn't know what we were going to name her. So she was nameless. Um, but luckily we had a week before we had to pick her up. So that entire week she was nameless and everyone was giving me ideas on what her name would be. And Johan's only criteria was that he, he wanted a name that he wasn't embarrassed to shout at the dog park. So princess. Uh, Yeah, exactly. All of that, (laughs) that wasn't going to happen. And um, so she got, since they were um, part like, Australian cattle dog, Australian shepherd. Um, I don't think it was Australian shepherd. I think there's Australian cattle dog mixed puppies. That's what the listing said. So I, I went for Sydney, Australia. Okay. And, um, so that's how she got the name Sydney. And, and when she was in trouble or mostly she never got in trouble, but when I was serious, I would just go Sydney, Australia. And that's when she knew, Oh, okay. She's serious. Let me go. But anyway, um, scout and Zoe, since Johan got to pick the dogs, I got I I made a list of names and I was okay. actually doing all Marvel, you know, comic character names. And Johan was not on board with my idea to name them after either anyone from the Marvel universe or any from the Star Wars universe. He was just not down for it. So Scout and Zoe kept popping into my mind. And so I put that on the list and he loved it. So that's what we named them not realizing until a couple weeks after we brought them home that I actually named them after a dog treat company, Scout and Zoe. Yes. So, and that's you know, what I thought. That's what I thought about. Yeah. And that's, so that's how they got. And then Apollo came to us already named blue Johan named blue, but um, we named, we did name blue. Okay. That's the one dog we named blue after we got him. So we were walking to the car and it was just sort of like, what are you going to name them? And he, and, um, Cole and I had name ideas and Johan was like blue. And so we were like, okay, it's blue. Okay. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot to it. You know, I, I, I know that you see on Facebook a lot where people are saying, oh, we're bringing home the puppy and um, we'd love some, some name ideas. And I'm thinking, I, I don't even know what kind of dog you're getting, you know? 
And I, and I, I, I listen to people, you know, and they say Pepsi. I'm like, okay. <laughs> when, 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 and Pepsi's a cute name, but how could I just throw out a name? You know, Sunshine. <laughs> Come on, Sunshine. I mean, I don't, I don't understand that. But to me, that's like one of the fun things is coming up with a cool name that matches their personality. I know my cat, my cat's name is Cosmo. And the reason why his name was supposed to be Hunter. I want, when I was getting a second cat and today I only have one cat. He's the only one left alive, but I wanted to name him Hunter. And, um, but when he came home, what he would do is he would run into a room and slide across the floor and then take off and run into another room. And I was at the time, big fan of Seinfeld and, you know, Cosmo Kramer would come into is Jerry's that apartment. Where Cosmo comes from yep. the name. Cos- yep. He's named for Cosmo Kramer on Seinfeld. Well, I do think that everybody, there is a reason behind the name. And so I love to hear what the reasons are. Um, I think that Lee just wanted a, like a human name, you know, that was his whole thing. He didn't want anything unusual, you know, like Mercedes or something like that. Maybe. <laughs> he said, just could, could it be a normal, like a human name? And I was thinking, okay, you want a human name for a dog. I got you. You know, we can make this work, but I'm always fascinated with how people came up with the name because Cosmo to me was a name that you selected, but I never knew why. Mm-hmm. So anybody, and, out I don't even, a- and I don't even think I selected it. I think someone else gave me the idea for it because I was, ex- I was explaining how he behaves and, um, but I can't remember that part, but, uh, but yeah, it's perfect for it. Now he's just, yeah, he, we call him Cosy. And it's funny uh-huh. because it's like with Rigo, we call, you know, Rodrigo is, we call him Rigo. Um, so, cause that's the other thing is that we n- go through the trouble of naming our dogs and then we rarely and say you give name. them a nickname. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Apollo's is, is Papa. Or, oh or no. Is Papa oh, or Apollo. No. <laughs> Zoe is, is Zozo. Um, or Zoe Saldana when she, when I'm being serious. And Scout, he has a whole bunch of them, like, you know, Scout Meister and Scouty McScouterson and, and things like that. Oh, Lord. Yes. Well, you know, we, we sing Harley <laughs> Darley, who likes to party all night long. So I can't, <laughs> I can't laugh at you. Uh, <laughs> because I think we all um, do that because we're what? We are just girls with dogs. <laughs> Is that so, you? Are we wrapping up now? Yeah, we're wrapping up. I'm trying, to keep, <laughs> trying to keep this at the schedule that we set, but it's so difficult. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is so difficult. So, so, you know. Yeah, so I'm really curious about other people. So wherever you are listening to this podcast, if there is a comment section, let us know the story behind your dog's names. Yeah, I would love to know because there's always got to be one. Yeah. Except for my husband when he was seven and he just got a dog named Snap. <laughs> I said, well, did he snap? No. My first dog. Well, my first dog was named Sheila. And I was young enough that the reason why she was named Sheila was because my mom's best friend was Sheila. 
And um, they asked me, they gave me the puppy and they're like, what's your puppy's name going to be? And that was just the first name that popped in my head. I felt pressured. So I just said Sheila. And well, you know why I picked this um, subject? Huh? Because I have this lovely couple, a husband and wife couple that uh, volunteer with us with their golden retriever named Samson. Mm-hmm. And they really are, they're a delightful couple. Um, and Samson is like that beautiful, pristine golden retriever, never a hair out of place. Doesn't even have eye boogers, you know? I mean, just, <laughs> looks, just looks like he just jumped off the groomer's table. Does so, he squat too? I've never watched him go potty, but I'm going to ask. Yeah. So she told me, she said, we're getting our second um, golden um, certified and we'd like, you know, to have both of them in the program. And I was really excited. And so, you know, I said, well, what's the dog's name? And she paused like, oh, dear, stupid woman, Delilah. (laughs) And And I thought I thought I thought Delilah when you said Samson. I don't know why I didn't think it would be the name of the second dog. I mean, well, I never thought at all. And I was Delilah. Like, I mean, but she it, do they she, call her Delilah or do they have a yes, nickname? Because that's a no. lot of syllables. Delilah. I know, right? Yeah. And she is she's just as gorgeous. But um, so it's a treat now to have both of them. But it was almost like and she didn't mean anything by it. But it was like, oh, dear, stupid woman. <laughs> Why would you not think Samson's sister's name is Delilah? I mean, come on. <laughs> so. So, yes. Yeah, so please share with us the name and where it came from. And um, I guess we could talk about that next week. Yeah. If we, if we get if we some. Get some. Yeah, that would be really interesting. Or if not, we can it. make some up. I know exactly. <laughs> I'll Nobody just start out. Know. I'll just I'll ask my friends. I'm gonna see a group of people tomorrow. So and they all have dogs. So I'll ask them about okay. the names behind their dogs because they do. There's some there's some because I think I don't know what Zobel, I don't know what it means. I think Zobel is dog in a different is means dog in a different language. That's Apollo's little buddy, Zobel. Um I know Dexter is named after Dexter from you know the show Dexter. Yes, Dexter Morgan. Yes. And that's his name, Dexter Morgan. Um, and there's more and more dogs. I don't I just know those two dogs. I know the names, the story behind those names because I've been around. But um, yeah, I love it. But I've always yeah. wanted to, you know, because okay, so final question. Cause I know I know we wrapped this up five minutes ago. But, oh, I know, and, I know, I know. And we're still talking, but um, <laughs> final question. Do you ever think of names and and then you're like, I need another dog because I love this name. No, I don't. I have thought about changing a name, but um, no, I really, I, I don't know. So just me. No, I don't think every time I have an expense, this is so sad, but every time I have an expense I, or something is happening that is life altering, like this morning, I say to myself, self, this is why you don't want a third dog. So life altering. I, I don't know how I have this luck, but you can read about this on Monday on my on my blog. My groomer broke her arm three weeks ago. Mm. And the bather then a week after that tested positive for COVID. So Jeez. the whole shop. How are your dogs do- doing? 
So this is my second Saturday. This is why you're hosing them down outside. Hosing them down in the driveway. And Harley, (laughs) he is mortified. It's It's like if somebody took your clothes off and pushed you outside. He has that look that look like <laughs> damn it and so, <laughs> and so like you know when I go to get like every eight weeks or so um we have to go get our allergy shots and stuff and then mm-hmm. with this curbside service because of the pandemic you don't get to go inside this is what the phone call is like it's um <laughs> you know Miss Bennett yes the boys did really really well Dr. Pruitt says that, you know, Jack's weight is really needs to come down. Um, (laughs) Your next appointment is, and we've gone ahead and charged your card on file. So you're almost like, ah, okay. (laughs) And um, then I say to myself, this is why you don't want a third dog. So today when I was outside and they looked at me like I was killing them, (laughs) And I don't know what to tell you. I can't regulate the temperature of the hose. I do the best I can, but, and I actually find myself talking to them, like coaching them through it, like hold your breath because this is the only way I know how to get your face washed. Um, So it's, it's that. And I say, Oh God, my back. And I'm glad that I only have two dogs. So no, I do not try to find a name to justify a third dog that would be all you yes it is all you I am always looking for a reason to get a fifth dog I mean the only reason why I won't even bring it up to Johan is because he he will always say no he will he's like five dogs he thinks four dogs is too much and he's probably right four dogs is a lot um, and I know that there are people out there that have nine and ten dogs and honestly I do not know how you do it to me Five dogs with another human being is the max I can do. And we've done it. And I honestly just don't want to do it again. I think for us, the perfect number of dogs is three. So I, um, I, I'm okay with my two. I really am. I'm, I really, I'm okay with my two. Yeah. And so that's good. Oh, I'm going to go order those cheese doodle things that you put on Facebook. Those are not cheese doodles. They look like cheese doodles to me. They're, but they're, what are they? They're like pork rinds, but they're beef rinds and they're not, you know, fried in a bunch of grease. And, <clears throat> you know, hey, don't talk about my Saturday night snack. I know. Right. Um, but <laughs> OK, so but what are they called in case anybody wants to know? What are they called? Let me go to your website. I know. Because I'm just looking, I have the, my phone in my hand, but I'm looking up in the sky, like, what are they called? But like if you, if you look something. at them, they look like, um, they look like cheese doodles to me. Yeah. I don't know what they're called, but I will put a link to them in the description, but they're called something like fluffy something. Yeah. Put a link on there. I'm going to go get them. And, um, they're, if, if, if I don't like them, I'm going to tell y'all all about it. Uh, no, I can't. I thought I'd be I saw that, that warning about chicken jerky, but you know, I don't do jerky treats. So which that warning. Okay. So I know that we're supposed to be, Oh, look at that. I know we're supposed to be wrapping this up, but that warning, I'm going to be honest with you guys and say that that really ticked me off. And the reason why it ticked and it ticked me off, like in, in a way where I'm not really mad. It's just an, an eye roll. I, I gave a, uh, here we go. They're called beefy puffs. By who? 
by Frankly. It's like called a company called Frankly. You can get them on on Amazon too. Okay, yeah, I want to so look them up. They're Frankly, Frankly, yeah. The brand is just called Frankly, and they're called Beefy Puffs. So I'll put a link in the things. But yeah, that jerky thing annoyed me. And so this is our last thing. I'm just going to say this really quick. And the reason why it annoyed me is because. <clears throat> the post well, made it first. Sound- hold up, hold up, girlfriend. What you got to first tell them what this was about because oh, I yes. just jumped that's in true. there. Know, we, we have other people listening okay. to us now. I know exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're doing a podcast, not a phone call. Um, so everyone, right now, Dr. Karen Becker and um, you know, dog blogger. Uh, or I don't even think he's a blogger anymore, but I would say you know, influencer and you know, community leader, Rodney Habib, are co-authoring a book called The Forever Dog. And so right now they're going through and they're doing a lot of promotions. And the promotional material is great. A lot of very interesting information. I think I personally think some of it isn't attainable. Like, for instance, they recommend, you know, feeding your dog blueberries every day. And um, and the, the amount that you need is, you know, like one blueberry for every two pounds of body weight. So with my dogs, that's going to be about 30 to 35 blueberries a day per dog. That means that if I were to go to Costco and buy a bag of organic frozen blueberries, I would go through that bag with all four of my dogs every five days. And that's just not feasible. But, you know, it's still interesting and yeah, blueberries are great for dogs. So do you know how, but, but time out, you know how I interpreted that, mm. that that's what you should be gaining, you know, looking at if it's not obtainable, just understand for me, when I give them blueberries and they love them frozen, just so you know, mm-hmm. but when I give them blueberries, I probably had 12 to 15 in the bowl and I would ponder, is that too much? So what this told me, what I took out of that was I didn't have to do 35, but my Mm -hmm. 12 to 15 was not bad. Yeah. So that's how I saw it. It's one of those where it's just good information that this is a good food. So give, toss your dog a blueberry. Um, But, you know, I, you know, I think everything that everyone puts out there that we either technically should be doing, or, you know, they suggest that we do with our dogs to have them live longer. It's all great information. It's not necessary for all of us to completely turn our lives upside down, trying to jump through all these hoops. But they did like this past week, they did shared a post about the jerky treats, the chicken jerky treats. And it, it harkens back to when they were having the, um, the dogs were getting sick and dying from these jerky treats that were being processed in Asia. And so there are a ton of different brands that were on the market. There were recalls. There were, there's a class action lawsuit. It was a lot. Well, the post that was shared was great information. However, it led a lot of people to believe that store-bought jerky treats weren't good for dogs when that's simply not the case back then. Mm -hmm. You know, with all of the these all of these brands that were out there making these jerky treats that were being processed in Asia using a chemical that's basically been shown to be deadly or very harmful to dogs. Mm -hmm. Those those treats actually are still on the market, but the the industry has changed so much over the years. And we have seen so many other people come, you know, step to the plate to provide us with high quality, you know, responsibly sourced, safe 
dog treats, including jerky treats. So I went out and bought a bunch of different jerky treats from a local pet store and did a social media post just showing, look at all of these jerky treats, because what I'm seeing is, you know, I think the information is great. And if you look at the comments on a lot of the original posts, both Karen and Rodney clarify their post, but I'm still seeing people share the post and then saying, yes, I'll never give my dog jerky treats and I'll never do this. And it's just like, you do understand that you have the, we are so lucky to live in a time where we actually have the choice of many options, many of them excellent options, and we can do it ourselves. And I just wish that the, um, I understand that they're trying to promote a book. I just wish that the message had been a little different, but it started a conversation. So, and that's, well, and that's, and that's good. Um, I never did get into the dehydrating, you know, and making my own jerky treats. Are you still doing that? No, I don't have time. And my, I think I need a new dehydrator. The last time I tried to do it, it was just a hot mess and nothing turned out well. So I think I need a new dehydrator. And my I oven need to get, I need to get back well. on that because mm-hmm. I would like to do that. Um, because they, I, I think I want to just add something else to my day. <laughs> yes, you don't have enough to do. <laughs> that I don't have enough. Well, to I do. wanted, I wanted to buy a freeze dryer. Because I was like, that would be so cool. Do you know how much those things cost? Uh huh. Like, yeah, four thousand dollars. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought yes. it was like getting a dehydrator. I, f- I figured like it would be more expensive, but I figured, oh, maybe it'll be like five hundred dollars. Okay, I I can no. treat myself to that. No, no, no. All right, all right, y'all. Thanks for listening to my rant. Okay, well, we listened to your rant, and um, I guess I'll talk to you next week, huh? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, everybody.